Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. DA on CBS Sports Radio. DA, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Wednesday, boys and girls. I've got one question, one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good, and I'm doing well. Hey, that's all that really matters, and we appreciate you being with us. Coming up in 20 minutes, the Pac-12 has an option for its televised games. Is it a good one? We'll discuss coming up here in 20 minutes. But speaking of college football, TCU made a dramatic run to the national championship game last year, and thus... Big expectations moving forward. Can they do it again? It's time for the sounds of Saturday. The DA Show counts down the days until the electricity of college football season returns with the game's greatest voices. It is tipped off. And Lewis going on the Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. It's the sounds of Saturday, every morning on CBS Sports Radio. Max takes the snap to a knee, he goes. Michigan can't stop the clock. The magic man, Max Duggan, has done it again. Leads his Horn Frogs to victory here over the Michigan Wolverines, the winningest college football program in history, taken down today by Sonny Dykes. Brian Estridge and TCU Horn Frogs radio on the call last year as they defeated Michigan in that wild semifinal game, 51-45, to to move into the national championship game. Georgia waxed him in that title game, but not before a huge step forward for the program and head coach Sonny Dykes. TCU now enters this season with a very different set of expectations. Joining us here on the show is the voice of the Horned Frogs, Brian Estridge. Brian, good morning. DA, I can answer that Pac-12 question that you're asking in 20 minutes. It's a bad deal. Washington, Oregon, Arizona, Arizona State. Come on over to the good side, boys. <laughs> In the Big 12. How did I know that a Big 12 guy would say that that deal stinks? Come join us. Come on over to the good side, fellas. <laughs> Man, good to see you, D.A. Good to have a little bit of a chance to speak with you this morning, a couple of minutes here. Actually, about to walk in for the first 
practice of the year for the Horn Frogs here this morning. What did the run to the title game last year change about the program? Oh, I think all eyes on it now is probably the biggest thing. I, I think, uh, you know, it's a program the last over the two and a half decades has really garnered some, you know, more and more attention with the success that they had winning the Rose Bowl, playing in the Fiesta Bowl, you know, the, the double-digit win seasons. But I think it really validated what, what, what had happened over the last two decades, the investment in the program, uh, the fact that the facilities are as good as you're going to find anywhere in college football. I, I think it was really a validation for the, uh, for the fans, for the administration, but also for the college football world to say, okay, TCU belongs. Now, there are going to be folks that are listening and go, well, I don't know, man, after that national championship game, I don't know if they belong or not. But listen, the dang Washington commanders or whatever they are this week couldn't have beaten Georgia that day. You know, and, 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 and TCU picked a bad day to have a bad day. And so uh, I, I think that, though, has been nice, uh, um, I guess, fodder for the offseason and motivation for the offseason now for this program. What did it do for the exposure and the interest in TCU football in the Metroplex? Yeah, I think, I think obviously that's been increased tenfold. I mean, uh, Sonny Dykes opens practice, and there'll be a large crowd there today. Uh, the uh, the fact that, uh, you know, season tickets are off the chain, you got enrollment has increased dramatically at TCU. And, you know, the, the, the biggest part is the incremental dollars that come in as well. I mean, the investment uh, in the program. So, the, the other thing that we really noticed is the company that you keep when it comes to recruiting. And, and this team now and this program goes head-to-head with anybody in the country in recruiting four- and five-star talent and, and, and landing them. And I think that probably is the biggest offshoot of that success last year. TCU voice Brian Estridge joins us here on the show for the Sounds of Saturday. Preseason Big 12 poll, Texas yeah. 1, <laughs> K-State 2, yeah. Oklahoma three, Tech four, and right. TCU, who was in a national championship game a couple of months ago, five in their own conference. How is that right. sitting in Fort Worth? Yeah, well, you you got to remember now that uh, Texas will probably be voted number one in the Big Twelve in ten years, even though they haven't been in the league. <laughs> eight. Uh, that's just that's just what happens around here. You know, they're every year they're voted number one, and Oklahoma's in the in the top three. So. I, I jokingly said at Big 12 Media Day that I only voted for 12 teams this year. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, uh, you know I, I think the Kansas State, when you look at uh, what they did at the end of last year, the way that they were playing, uh, you know, they got to replace a couple of key people as well. But they got a lot of guys coming back. I, I think they are deserving uh, of being mentioned at the top. I, I think TCU, you know, you look at the front-line players that TCU lost, and I could see where people would say, wait a minute, Max Duggan's gone, Quentin Johnson's gone, Kendra Miller's gone, Dean Winters uh, is gone, Dylan Horton's gone. I mean, you can roll through the list. Trey Tomlinson's gone. And, and, and you can make a case for saying, okay, that, that, that's a lot of weapons uh, that you just lost. What surprised me in the spring, D.A., was the amount of people that TCU had back because I was kind of buying into that narrative. You know, when you have that many people show up in the in the draft and that many show up in NFL camps, you think to yourself, "Dang, what's left, man?" And and I was surprised at the familiar faces that were there in the spring. I was also surprised at how quickly TC was able to backfill with the portal and with the recruiting class. I mean, difference makers that are already uh, 
uh, on that roster. Trey Sanders, a running back from Alabama, comes to mind. J.P. Richardson, a wide receiver uh, from Oklahoma State. Uh, JoJo Earl, a wide receiver from uh, Alabama. These are guys that came in and were there in the spring. And so the backfill happened pretty quickly. And I think folks aren't, you know, maybe just aware of that yet. You know, Sonny said the other night at a big NIL event that we had, he said, hey, uh, there's not a man on this roster who won't tell you that one through 85, this roster is better than last year's roster. Now, the question is going to be leadership. Hard to replace a guy like Max Doug. Brian Estridge is the voice of the TCU Horned Frogs. He joins us this morning on the show as we're starting to count down to college football season. What does Saturday, November 11th against the Longhorns at home and November 24th at Oklahoma mean to TCU as they exit the, the Big 12? Yeah, uh, I, think a, I think a couple of things. Obviously, you want to go out um, and send them on their way with, uh, uh, with a little remembrance of you. And, you know, but the game against Texas, I, I, I don't have it right in front of me. I think TCU has won seven of the last nine against Texas. I mean, it's kind of become oh um. Uh, you know, uh, Oklahoma is a different story. TCU uh, got them last year and handled them up pretty good, but uh, you know, they, they, obviously they got they got some issues with the coaching change and all that last year. Uh, but but I think that those are big games. You know, I I don't think that any though are are, are bigger than the opener against Colorado. Uh, you know, which obviously in the future is going to be a a conference game, but with Prime coming to town and the national audience, and uh, I, I think that that's you know that's as good as it gets. I love the sense of urgency that that brings to the season. I think it's much better that you open up with them than if you opened up with, you know, um, whoever, uh, UNC Pembroke. I mean, I think it's much better if you opened up with those guys just to give you that sense of urgency. And so I think those are, you know, I, I think those are three huge games. But I, I, you know it, how it is, man. In this league, there there are no gimmies. Uh, you know, TCU was in the Mountain West forever. And, and, and when we got to the Big 12, we, we kind of said, dang, where's New Mexico? on the roster, you know, where you know you had one. Uh, and, and there's no New Mexico's in the Big 12, man. And so uh, uh, week in and week out, it's hard. But there's got to be a good riddance as well because, I mean, as oh, yeah. you said, Texas has always loomed so large over all of the other Texas sure. schools. They always were the epicenter of the Big 12. They made a lot of decisions that conferenced through the, the Texas eyes. And yeah. now they're leaving the conference. Everybody left the Big 12 for dead, and suddenly the Big 12 is alive and well. So there's, there's got to be a real sense of, for everybody in the conference, but specifically TCU in the state of Texas, good riddance, we can't wait to beat you and then send you off in style. No, there's no question about that. I mean, I also think that people in this league are kind of done with it. You know, I, I think it's, you know, uh, there was a real confidence in the Big 12 media days this year in the previous two years because, you know, there was still, all uh, you know, how's the league going to be? Is it going to be able to sustain itself, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that that's not around anymore. Uh, I, I think this league now is one where there's a real confidence of what they've got, what they've built, uh, what the future looks like. And so I think everyone kind of on and, and, and get to that point and see what that looks like. And so if that means ushering Oklahoma and Texas out, that means ushering them out. Let's go. You know, uh, I think we, I, I think we've kind of moved on from, uh, from those two programs. I think that, uh, you know, the addition of Colorado just continues to solidify the future. I think, you know, hopefully any day now you hear about a couple of other teams that are coming over potentially. And so I, I think there's a real, uh, you know, a, a real pride in what's being built right now, a real excitement about the future. Mm. Brian Estridge is the voice of the Horned Frogs as TCU tries to 
answer last year's season, a great season with another great season after going all the way to a national championship game. Brian, always great to catch up, my man. Thank you so much. I'm sure we'll talk again during the season. Enjoy practice today. All right, D.A., let those Pac-12 guys know the good side is waiting on them, baby. <laughs> okay. Sun always shines the Big 12. <laughs> I'll send the message. <laughs> all right. See you. Brian Estridge, voice of the long voice of the Horn Frogs, joining us this morning on the show, and you can hear when it comes to the Longhorns, the Sooners, and their exit strategy from the Big Twelve. No love lost. Don't let the door hit you. And I wonder about twenty years from now how all of this will look and what the reality will be, because at the moment, schools like. Oklahoma and Texas are chasing tens of millions of dollars more to go to the SEC and saying that's a huge difference maker for salaries, for facilities, for all the things that you would use money for, but specifically salaries and salaries. So those jumps make sense. And that's actually why I criticized Sonny Dykes a couple of weeks ago. Then we had him on the show and we had a good chat about it. But when Sonny kind of thumbed his nose at schools that would dare leave, my thought was, well, if TCU got the invite to the SEC, they would leave as well. And he would probably be waving the the banner for it because it would mean a higher salary for him, a better coaching staff or more money for his assistant coaches, a deeper reservoir of funds for recruiting, better facilities. I mean, that's why everybody chases the money because it's supposed to make their jobs better and enrich their wallets. However, we're at a point in time where right now the SEC and the Big Ten make so much more money because they have better television deals. It's content that these networks want, and the networks still have the money to spend it. So ESPN wants the SEC. They're willing to plunk down tons of cash, and that's what fills all the coffers. That's why there's a disparity amongst conferences where the SEC and the Big Ten are at A, and the Pac-12 is at D. Is because the Pac-12 doesn't have Fox and ESPN spending those unlimited dollars on their games. And so they've got to take what's left. And the reason that I wonder what it looks like in 20 years is it will take that long to sort through what television looks like. My guess is many of you, if not all of you, have considered getting rid of cable to just do streaming. And then you've maybe crunch the numbers and said, well, if I pay for Netflix and I pay for a Hulu and I want games, and so then I got I want Paramount Plus and I want this, that, and the other thing, well, I might as well just have cable anyway. But all of us have started to go to the model of, well, I'll pay for this subscription or that. And at some point in time, the old cable model is going to disintegrate. And I wonder what television contracts look like once all these things expire and then get re-upped 20 years from now. And what My point is here is that it is possible 20 years from now in 2050 or 2045 or something that suddenly all the conferences make kind of the same amount of money because everything's broken up enough to where, you know, ESPN and Fox might not have that cash and maybe Apple does have that cash, but suddenly Apple is a decent option, but you do have to subscribe to Apple Plus or whatever that looks like. It might even everything out. And then if it does, if the money does even out from the television standpoint, because that's where the bulk of the cash comes from for all these things, schools like Colorado would return back to things that make more geographic or historic sense. You know, there's no reason for West Virginia to be in the Big 12 or Rutgers to be in the Big 10 
There's no reason for Maryland to be in the Big Ten or Pitt to be in the ACC, but that's where money was more stable, and that's where there was more money. But if you started evening out the cash, would schools then say, you know, I'm going to go back to where I I used to be because that's where the rivalries were built. These are geographic, similar schools. My fans are into it more. You know, did a Colorado fan ever really care about playing Arizona? Probably not. But if they went back to the Big 12 and Nebraska was still there, that means a hell of a lot. Now, they're not, but my point is you start going back to the things that your fans and alumni cared about most, which is those old rivalries. I'm not sure, but I'm interested in today it being it's every man for themselves because nobody knows where the next paycheck's coming from, and so they're scared or what it looks like versus when those things even out. Maybe they never will, but if those things even out, what then becomes the priority again. When we come back, speaking of, the Pac-12 has a deal in front of them, but they haven't accepted it yet. We'll tell you what it is and whether it's a good one next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Little wet, little drippy, 24-7. Oops, me did it again. Me ate all the cookies, got lost in the crumbles. Oh, cookie, cookie, oops me, think me in love. They sent from above, me just like cookies, yeah. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. It's just so sad. 22 minutes past the hour, DA with you. You can watch us at watchda.com, that's mobile friendly, but also on YouTube and on Twitch. And those links also have chats at the CBS Sports Radio channel, so watch us there. And if you are, you're going to see an extra hop of the step of the guys behind the glass. You would have thought they were dropping bags of money out in the newsroom. Dude, you guys got to get out here. Get out here right now. They're giving away free Wendy's breakfasts. So one of the sales reps came by, and she had a couple of bags of Wendy's breakfasts, sandwiches and French toast sticks. Carlos swings open the door. Carlos with a K. Dude, Wendy's breakfast out there right now. 
You want some? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I sure do. Go out there. I got all these bags. Bags. All right, just give me a sandwich. That'd be great. Thank you very much. That's very nice of you. So I just grabbed whatever sandwich, which is like an egg, cheese, something, sausage. Very good. Sit down. Carlos running in, getting his sandwich. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Running in late. Boils outside with a bag of stuff. Shove it into his mouth. We come back from break, and these two guys are dancing. I mean, really dancing. Like, it's the greatest moment of their lives. Like, they've never had more energy, more juice in their entire lives. And what it takes to make part-time radio people happy is a $2.65 breakfast sandwich. And it's like, yes! We scored! It's amazing! Oons, 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 oons. I feel alive! These guys could not be more happy. These guys are on cloud nine. Absolute cloud nine. Well, dude, because as Bogus just learned, it's gone. I don't know why they take it upstairs to another radio station that's in the building, but they do. I don't know why. When I think it's down the hall, a radio station who shall not be named is the reason that the, the Wendy's gets brought here. So this happened last time I was working on it. It's usually a Wednesday. And I was told, hey, there's Wendy's breakfast out there. I get out. It's like the pack of the, the breakfast potatoes, and there's like three left, and there's nothing else, just crumbs and scraps taken out to everybody else. So that's why when one of the guys who works here busted the door open and said, you want Wendy's breakfast before she takes it upstairs? And I go, hell yeah, I want Wendy's breakfast, brother. So me and Carlos ran out there. Got what we could. She's like, oh, what do you want? She goes, no, nobody really eats it upstairs anyway. And I'm like, so why are you going to take it up there? Well, tell Bogues then to run upstairs to get it before. He's very disappointed he did not get a piece of this action. So that's why, we, yeah, that's why we were all in a hurry. And, you're, you know, at DA, sometimes free food, all you need to, to get a little in, a serotonin boost. It's so true. A little bit of free just makes people feel so good. It's My amazing. endorphins are swinging right now. I mean, right. As you chomp down in a French toast stick, right now the melatonin is just oozing through our bloodstream. Well, I think the melatonin would put you to sleep. Oh, you're the right. The serotonin. The serotonin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The serotonin. Yeah. yeah. So big. The vibes are immaculate back here right now. <laughs> Not so much for Bogish, but I'll, I'll try to get him to scurry upstairs for whatever he can get his paws on. <laughs> the vibes are immaculate. So. If you want to take care of your crew, just buy them lunch. Buy them breakfast or lunch. They'll love you for at least a day. And then they'll go back to hating you as a boss. But if you buy anybody free food, free lunch, especially the office, you just get amazing morale boosts. So the Pac-12 has been dragging its feet on its television deal. They've wanted to hold out for more money. And I think that what ended up happening was the old commissioner, Larry Scott, drove him into the ground. All of the presidents, well, maybe not all of them, but a lot of the coaches or ADs or people around might have thought Scott was a bozo, seemed to be. And then Klyovkov took over, and I think Klyovkov came in with the mandate, fix this, get us a good television deal, and make us feel important again as we're losing Texas and Oklahoma. I'm sorry, that was from the Big 12. Losing UCLA and USC. And Klyovkov probably got in too late to fix that. 
but it just it left morale at an all-time low in the Pac-12. Maybe they need a free Wendy's breakfast or two around the offices. But Klyovkov was basically served the papers, like, if you're going to take this job, you'll get this job because you must make us feel good about being in the Pac-12 again. And so he shot for the moon for television, and all of the television rights holders, all the networks were like, yeah, it's college football. Yeah, Oregon's good. Washington's a big market in Seattle. Arizona, Arizona State's got good markets in in Arizona, Phoenix, amongst others. But eh, without USC and UCLA. And so there was a tepid interest in the Pac-12. And then the Big 12 jumped right in and got their deals done. And suddenly the Pac-12 was like, uh, uh, yeah, but wait, but um, gulp. Held out for more money, wanted to look good, wanted to win the press conference, wanted to win the press release, wanted to win public opinion, and overshot. And the money that they wanted wasn't there, and it was going to come in looking less than what the Big 12 got, which would make them feel less important. And now you're losing Colorado because you waited too long to sign a new deal, and now you feel even worse. And now you're waiting for maybe Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah to leave the the Pac-12 to go to the Big 12, and you'd feel even worse. And you're just kind of waiting for Oregon and Washington to also fly the coop because they're desirable properties, and then you feel even worse. And the bit is, out of ego to feel good, they put themselves into a bad situation. And so now... The television deal, quote-unquote television, because the loose interpretation of this is that Apple has come in, Apple, and said, we'll give you a deal, but it's a subscription-based deal. So you make money per school based on how many subs we can get to watch your stuff, which if you were the Pac-12, you're like, ooh, Apple, gleaming, shiny, new Apple. That's hot. That's cool. Soccer's on Apple. Ooh. The kids are on Apple. Ooh. iPhones are Apple. Ooh. But subscription-based means somebody's going to want to get your product. And who is going to go, yeah, I got to get Apple Plus because I got to get Cal San Diego State? Who is rushing to sign up for Apple TV because they need Stanford, Oregon State? Especially if Oregon and Washington leave. Especially if any of the other four corner schools they call them might leave for the Big 12. There won't be anything there that anybody would subscribe to or subscribe for. And so this deal is pretty terrible. If they can keep the existing schools together and have Oregon and Washington want to stay and the four corner schools want to stay and all you've lost is Colorado, but you've also seen USC and UCLA defect, it's an okay property, but I still don't think you want to guarantee your livelihood on subscriptions. You just want to get the paycheck. You you want to get the annual check every year for your games on television, and then whatever the ratings are, the ratings are. You just want to survive to the next television deal. This deal is a short-term deal. This deal might be only two years, and then you've got to kind of find your footing again two years from now. So the ADs were diplomatic yesterday. 
And it was, we're going to take some time to digest this. That was the, that was the term. We're going to digest this. I think that they're underwhelmed. Why wouldn't they be? Our television deal is on a streaming service. That how many of us have Apple Plus, Apple TV, that you then only make money on based on the subscriptions that are there for you? Which, again, there's already been this kind of tepid interest in Pac-12 football anyway. Look, there's great people that go to Pac-12 schools. There's great fans in Pac-12 cities. And there's great history in the Pac-12. There's Heisman trophies and national championships and all of that. But the, the reality has always been on the West Coast, there is more to life than college football and college athletics. Unlike other conferences like the SEC, where no, there is nothing else to life besides my Saturdays in the fall, and you will not take those away from me, and everything around my life revolves around that, and families are decided about that, and marriages are decided about that, and everything at work is decided about that, and everything about everything is decided about this Saturday in the fall. It is not the same in the Pac-12. Now, an SEC network on Apple that was based on subscribers, a Big Ten, they'd be fine. Are you really going to hit your wagon to fans having to pay their money to come find you for your television deal? I would say no. I would say this deal, no good. No good. Also no good is my friend Andrew Bogus, who loves himself a Wendy's breakfast sandwich, also loves himself some free food, mm-hmm. and was left out in the dark, out in the cold, in the cold pouring rain as the Wendy's drive through came through here. In the blink of an eye, it was gone. Did you go upstairs? No, I, I took it as a sign that today I don't need Wendy's. I'll break my like three or four week streak of partaking in the Wendy's. Sometimes I'm the one with it. Other guys don't have it. So it's okay that I don't have it today. All right. It's fine. I saw the longing look on your face. Oh, wait, I missed the Wendy's? It was like the Wendy's angel came through, dropped the Wendy's, and then, poof, she was gone. Well, we've, hey, had, we've had a little bit of a uh, yeah, a Wendy's a breakfast renaissance as of late. First, the one and only Tim Doyle introduced me to the Taco Bell Crunch Wrap Supreme thing. Breakfast thing, yeah. Which is nearly perfection. And then the Wendy's French Toast Sticks are a close second in the breakfast food, fast food pantheon. So... That would have been my choice if they were available, but it's okay. I've, I've July was all about the French toast sticks for me. It's okay if August starts okay. dry. We got one left. I'm okay. Thank you. You don't want a stick? I'm good. It's so good. I know. You don't want a French stick, Andrew? Did you see? Did you see these guys dancing? Back I did. <laughs> I did. Dancing, a little free free food. I get it. There's I get there's there's limited perks at times in this place. So a free Wendy's on a Wednesday is is gold. On my salary, this is a bonus. What do you mean limited perks? Uh, I don't know. I've seen some of our local colleagues in different cities that have like snack rooms, snack walls. You know, we've got some free coffee and some free water, but you know, it's not like they're we're walking around getting handouts all day long. So no. I'll take some Wendy's. Okay. Thank God we got free water. Yeah. <laughs> He is right. Bogus is right. I was expecting there to be a lot more free food. When you took this job? Yeah, when I started working here, I was like, WFAN, CBS Sports Radio. We're gonna, I'm going to walk. Anytime I walk in for a shift, there might be free pizza. There's going to be unlimited sponsorships, people just barraging us with food. 
I mean, you go into Boomer Esiason's office, the guy's got like a, it's like an emporium of free lemonade, water, sports drinks. Not a lot of food, though. Meanwhile, yeah. the newsroom looks like Hunger Games. Yeah, and it comes in waves. There was a time, late June, early July, where Wendy's, uh, a deli, a cold cut sponsor, was dropping off once a week, like, trays of pre-made sandwiches. There was a beer delivery one day from a sponsor, and then it just goes away. So you get all geeked up, like, oh, this is what it's like. When it rains, it pours. Yeah, and then it's a drought. Mm, And I feel like we're entering a drought right now. Football season should bring... It should. A we'll bountiful harvest. Come on, sales team. We'll see. Don't hold your breath, boys. I saw them today. They're at least here. Okay. That's nice. Are they, are, they, are they utilizing the putting green that they've earned? <laughs> <laughs> that they totally earned for uh, getting us delisted? Andrew Bogish has headlines. Hey, thanks, DA. Quickly pivot. Quickly pivot. Hunter Deckers started every game at QB last season for Iowa State. He may never start another game. Deckers has left the team after being accused of betting on many Cyclone games, including one football contest back in 2021, a game that Deckers did not play in. Deckers could lose his NCAA eligibility over this, and he's facing criminal charges along with three others for tampering with records connected to the investigation. Because he opened up an account that didn't have his real name, but had his mom's name. Yeah, I mean, this also sounds like, did they somehow try to erase things on their phone or whatever? Oh, maybe. Because the other guys are also facing tampering charges, so it can't be just about Mrs. Decker's ID being used by her son Does to play some legal bets. they just deleted the app? Something like that, I don't know. Right. Uh, meanwhile, yesterday, trade deadline day in baseball, so GMs were busy making their pitch to available players. <laughs> Some people, though, did say no to so such overtures. Tigers lefty Eduardo Rodriguez reportedly exercising yeah. his no-trade clause to kill a deal with the Dodgers. That's not on him. Bad job by Detroit negotiating with a team that Rodriguez did not want to play and for. How about not wanting to go for the Dodgers? Yes. He loves Detroit. Yeah, one of, one of ten teams on his no-trade. And I guess the unofficial reason is he wanted to stay close to his family on the East Coast. That's great. Now, I also think... If I remember correctly, he's a guy that kind of disappeared for a bit last season or this season, and it was about his family. So maybe he's got extra motivation to mm. not be on his own, mm-hmm. even for two months. Mm. But again, he's allowed to do this. Yeah. And the Dodgers should have figured out, well, the Tigers should have asked him if he would go yeah. or not make a deal with a team that he was never going to play for. It seems like a waste of time. A lot of work for nothing. Uh, the Dodgers did acquire Royals lefty Ryan Yarbrough yesterday. KC also sending closer Scott Barlow to the Padres, who also added veteran lefty Rich Hill and first baseman G-Man Choi from the Pirates. The Blue Jays traded for Cardinals shortstop Paul DeYoung. And the Astros brought back Justin Verlander and possibly more than $50 million from the Mets to pay part of Verlander's remaining salary. Houston then celebrated with a Framber Valdez no-hitter. He walked one guardian, struck out seven in the 2-0 final. The Astros now have 16 no-nos, but this the first by a lefty. The Rangers did beat the White Sox 2-zip, keeping their half-game lead on those strows atop the AL West. The Orioles picked up Cardinals righty Jack Flaherty, but won with their bats in Toronto. Here it comes, full count pitch, it's hammered! Way back, forget about it! 
Grand Slam number two on the year for Anthony Santander. And the Orioles have blown this one wide open open. with an 11-3 lead. They won 13-3, scoring 10 times over their final four at-bats. Baltimore now 10 games over 500 within the AL East. Their lead remains a game and a half over the Rays. 5-2 winners at Yankee Stadium. The Cubs hit seven homers in a 29-drubbing of the Reds. The Brewers have sole possession of the NL, the last NL wildcard after a 6-4 win in Washington. The Angels losing in Atlanta 5-1, staying three games out of a wildcard spot in the AL. And the Twins, 3-2 winners in St. Louis. Their lead on Cleveland in the Central grows to two games. Rams receiver Cooper Cup. Heard a hamstring at practice yesterday. Reportedly had an MRI last night. He could miss several weeks. Saints running back Alvin Kamara expected to meet with Roger Goodell today about a possible suspension for his role in a fight at a Vegas club last year. Kamara recently struck a plea deal, avoiding all felony charges. Soccer legend Marta has played her last World Cup match. Brazil scored the straw with Jamaica this morning, pushing the reggae girls into the knockout stage, not Brazil. So Marta's resume will not include a world title. This is the first time since 95 that Brazil bows out in the group stage. South Africa stunned Italy 3-2 to advance and send the Italians home. And Sweden took care of Argentina to zip to finalize a round of 16 meeting with the U.S. That'll be Sunday at 5 a.m. Eastern. Why are we the only country that doesn't have a nickname? The reggae girls for yeah. Jamaica. Matilda's for Australia. Right. The Lionesses from England. Is for England. Yeah. I'm sure there are others, but I don't I don't know. Oh, the uh the football ferns for New Zealand. We did that on the show when this is all starting. We got nothing. And, and the nothing. men the men don't get anything either. Nope. Like what? England is the th- is the The three lions. The three lions. Mm-hmm. I think the France they do whatever red, white, and blue in French is. Right. I think they call them that. The Italy is the Azuri. Right. You got it. <laughs> Boyle comes up for air after mm. his Wendy's. The Umlauts is from Germany. Yeah, we don't have anything. We don't Nothing. get anything. Germany's also the Mannschaft. Right. Oh, yeah, right. So we can't be like the Eagles or Bald Eagles or... I guess we would be the Stars and Stripes. The Fatties? Yeah, maybe Stars and Stripes. <laughs> the Baddies? No, the Fatties. The rest of the world is calling us names we just can't repeat on air. We're the fat country. Yeah. We are fat. And I think we're known internationally as the fat country. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's the fat country. (laughs) The heifers. We're the heifers. (laughs) The U.S. heifers. It's the reggae girls and the heifers. World Cup. Throw out the record books. (laughs) Timbo Slice, also known as at DA's 100 pounds, with more Wendy's breakfast, I might get there. Says, so is it safe to say that when AJ is watching the Nickelodeon simulcast, you'll watch it with him now and forever? Uh, the answer is no. The answer is AJ gets the Nickelodeon simulcast for as many years as he wants, and Daddy stays in the other room on the big TV and watches the real game. Attaboy. And when AJ is old enough to care about the real game, he can come watch with Daddy. Until then, you get the slime, I get the real game. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a Romo game, in which case I might go to the Nickelodeon. <laughs> but we love you, CBS. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what iPads and second screens are for. Yeah, big kids. game, big TV gets the actual game. Put Nickelodeon on your little screen and go. Absolutely. Away we go. Put your head phone phones in or earbuds exactly. in. You can listen to Noah Eagle and Nate Burleson do the slime time, and 
Daddy gets to listen to the real broadcast unless it's Romo. Who are you always confused as the third person on that group? Lex Luthor? Lex Lumpkin? Lex Lumpkin. Okay. I was going to call Archie Bunker for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Lex Lumpkin is the sideline guy there. Right. And no, the, and then there was the the other kid who ended up hosting the Slime Show right. weekly with Nate. Right. Who has like a cool stage name. Yes. Christopher Porzingis. Not no, him. not him. No, no, or no. Her. No. No, no, not no, no. Ark Manning either. No. Ark Manning. No. Nope. No. Nope. We're in the right vicinity, but no. When we come back on the show, Advanced Analytics, we've been playing a lot of Bon Jovi today because our friend Kevin Wall, who oftentimes fills in on the wheels of steel, posted in his social media page, karaoke to Gun, uh, Bon Jovi. And so, not Guns N' Roses. What a twist for us that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the poll question. Data and epic fail next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Analytics is just a term that's kind of thrown around a lot. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. So we had Kevin Wall, who is oftentimes filled in here on the show as one of the diaper D aliens, posting a video of him singing karaoke to Bon Jovi in an empty sports bar with about four people there. And it was a sad, it was a sad sight. And so we're asking, if you're doing Bon Jovi for karaoke, which song are you singing? 41% said, living on a prayer, which is what I voted for. 35% said, wanted dead or alive. 20% said, it's my life. And 3% said, who says you can't go home? And which one did he do? That last one. Oh, okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Now, data department tells us that John Bon Jovi's real name is John Francis Bon Jovi. Bought 22% of the Eagles for 8 million bucks once upon a time. However, he dropped his interest in the team just months later because it was, quote, too time consuming. That's a tough break. The original guitarist of John Bon Jovi lasted for just a few weeks in the band, David the Snake Sabo. Not Chris, almost immediately replaced by Richie Sambora. Sabo went on to form the rock band Skid Row. Is that right? Wow. And John Bon Jovi superfan Kevin Wall is left-handed but can sing while using both hands. (laughs) Nice. Earlier in the morning, Pat Boyle alerted us that Unfortunately, in his hereditary, in his genes, there is a a run of, of dementia. And so that's a very sad thing. However, Boyle can't wait. Here it is, your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Really good to be a baby if you think about it. People are feeding you constantly. Seemingly, what you're eating is delicious because you can't stop crying for it. Then you just can go whenever you want, wherever you want. Somebody cleans it up. <laughs> yeah. Immediately Hello. takes you out of that that chair or that bassinet or whatever. No Chain. judgment, no shame. No shame. You belch all over your your caretakers. You poop all over your caretakers. I want you to burp on me. Yeah, yeah it's encouraged. Yeah. Totally. It's like, oh, that was a great one, buddy. Good job. Nice. I think the smell of vomit is worse than the smell of poop. But I was a baby. That's better because you kind of get that at both ends of the life spectrum. 
You get it when you're young, when you're a young baby, you don't know anything's going on, and then you get it when your old, dementia, feeble, riddled brain is soup, and you get to do it again. But you maybe have a little bit more cognizance of what's going on. That's why I think being like a 95-year-old with severe dementia like my grandma had, that's got to be a pretty damn good life. You think it's a good life? Yeah. That's an interesting twist on dementia. Look, at that, and that runs in my family, so I'm telling you, 60 years from now, I'll be there. Okay. And I cannot wait. You can't wait. For all my seeds <laughs> to have seeds. to come hose me down, feed me, change me, ring out Ohio with an M-U, rah, rah. Hey, M-U, rah, rah. Hey, M-U, rah, 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 rah. Ring out Ohio with an M-U, rah, rah. Beckon to my every will, knowing that they're going to get that money when I'm dead. Boil money. They're going to get boil money, whatever boil money becomes in 60 years from now. But if there's so many of them, <laughs> they may well, be clearing well, 17 look, bucks. They're going to pass why, you like hot potato. Hey, this left hand is going to be pretty powerful, whoever's going in that will. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the seeds. So you'll wait to write the will until you see how they all treat you. Yes. Might be the seeds. It might be a potential wife. Might be a potential gumad. <laughs> the housemaid. You never know. What a man. Planning for your illegitimate kids and your side piece. <laughs> As he looks forward to his years of dementia. Can't wait. 215-592. Uh, excuse me. 855-592-0. I get the number. I, I got callers on the line, so it doesn't really matter. You know the number. You've already checked in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to be great with mail. Yeah. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. What job in radio do you think can afford a housemaid? <laughs> Maybe a, a, a longer standing host. You got to own the company to have a housemaid. <laughs> you got to own the network. Caleb tweets, I expect a good, clean show. No laughing or horsing around. Just straightforward and serious. And Sean says, careful, guys. All that joking around could upset Victoria from Mobile. That's Sean in Mobile. Hopefully we didn't have too much fun today, Victoria. Thanks to Pat Boyle, your executive producer today. Thanks to Carlos with a K, Carlos Ortiz on the wheels of steel. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan, Wizard of Watch DA, and Andrew Bogish on your headlines. Be good. Be good to one another. See you tomorrow. The Mothership Disconnects. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.